TheItSpot.com Pull straight birches. You're listening to Arrow My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Suck too much air into my lungs, and my lungs didn't know what to do with it. For real, I think I need a cigarette. Yeah, you wanna. It, you wanna that's the problem. It, it dilute some of that oxygen. It was pure oxygen, and my lungs didn't know what to do with it. It spit it back out in an ungraceful way. We're coming to you not live from the center of the universe, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. How's that the center of the universe? Oh, it is the center of the universe. You're listening to Air My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. I am Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And welcome back. Welcome back to another auditory assault on uh, on on your on your oratory senses. Yes. Yes. Can I have that? Oh, absolutely. Um, mm. Yeah, actually, you know, uh, getting back to, like, you know, it seems like a world away, but when I was in New York, I uh, the, the, I guess the first night out, and possibly the second night out, too, I, uh, I, uh, I was drunk and talking about Toronto, I guess. And saying how great it was, yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, it's and, not, and you and you live here, and you, it's not like you take advantage of it or think it's great while you're here. So that doesn't make oh, a lot of sense. That is far from the truth. Oh. I, well, no, that's entirely the truth. Yeah, but I it's uh, so far from the truth that it's dead on. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's kind of like how you know, like in a political spectrum, if you go so far to the right, you kind of start going into the left. Yeah, that's how I. That's roll. Uh, that's, that's how I roll. <laughs> Apparently, uh, I. Um, That's my political stand. When platform. I was, when I was in New York. So, <laughs> so far to the left, yet they come going right. Psych! <laughs> I don't even know which side I'm supposed to be on. The um, apparently I, I, I was extolling the virtues of Toronto. So, so much, much on the first night that that the the uh, the, the next day uh, I can't remember what was, what was said, you. but someone said said something about the uh, about the fact that uh, that I had already mentioned how great Toronto was like oh, all night the night before. Oh, that's bad. so I kind of felt like a bit of a dick. Hey, I heard that Phil Collins attended that show. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what some people say. That's what they say. He he was seen uh, he was seen hobnobbing with uh, the likes drunk of, Ottawa the likes of stuff and people <laughs> <laughs> with a firm grip on um, ooh your favorite uh, gossip girl what the hell's her name oh uh, oh the queen the queen of gossip yeah uh, Patrice oh you like her I I saw I saw Phil Collins gripping her. Pretty fucking hard. Yeah. 
Well, there was you know, some boobage popping well, out of the blouse and stuff. You know, it's it's kind of like Obama visiting the Queen. I I, I I inappropriately put my arm around her for a photo. You mean Phil Collins? Or did. Phil Collins did. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't touch her. She wouldn't allow that. Of course not. Anyway, we're back with another show from outer space. Yeah. How has your week been? My week was fucking fantastic. That is great to hear. You know what? <laughs> Mine was as well. Why? Because I I flew to the moon. Um, privately. Okay. Well, I didn't fly to the moon, but I did have a a, a, a moon epiphany? over my hammy at Denny's. Oh, which was you know <laughs> close, close, close enough. My uh, okay, my so arteries not, were expanding. You're like not I was saying in you had zero, some sort uh, of epiphany. It was in a vacuum. No, I didn't have an epiphany. You had an omelet. I, I, you I, had breakfast. I had a delightful breakfast special. <laughs> and uh, didn't have an epiphany. And I it had was breakfast. Cosmic. So there. It's one of the greatest quotes of all time. That'll go down yeah. in history. You didn't actually say it. I'm, I'm, you it's know. It's being added to Wikipedia as we. Uh, I'm your ghostwriter. Uh, so, uh, so what have you been up to? <clears throat> um, last night I watched Platoon for the first time since the first time I saw it, which was 1980 something. 1980, 90, uh, 86, something. I think. When did Platoon come wow, out? Wow, you were what, one year old or yeah, something? Uh, yeah, four months um and (laughs) he um and fucking charlie sheen has not aged a motherfucking day he he, everyone else in the movie who is still you know working to my knowledge recognizable and i could place them if you put them side by each if you took Charlie Sheen in Platoon and put him beside a picture of Charlie Sheen today and then took Willem Dafoe and put him beside a picture of Willem Dafoe today, you would not in any reality believe the same amount of time had elapsed. You know, the thing is with Charlie Sheen, I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. It was spooky. The man for is the most part. preserved in the way of Prince. The thing like is, though, and formaldehyde. And I, I think his drug use actually kind of aged him a little bit uh, slightly after Platoon. So he's a little more gaunt looking, sort of, but that he's retained that, that kind of look for the past 20 years. So so effectively, he doesn't really look older at all. How does that happen? Although, you know what? Willem Dafoe is one of those weird guys who... He doesn't. I guess he looks slightly younger in earlier movies, but he's such a weird-looking guy that to me. He doesn't no, look I'm telling. If you see Platoon now and see a picture of Willem Dafoe now, there's significant aging. Yeah. Significant aging, and he is a weird-looking dude. I, I I've yeah, always thought he was. I, a I haven't seen dude. a side-by-side picture, so I guess I guess well, you're probably I right. Either, but you know, uh, over years you don't really know. Kevin Dillon, same thing. I mean, he looks like an absolute baby. Kevin Dillon or Matt? Kevin Dillon is in Platoon. Oh, is he? Absolute baby in Platoon. You do a side by side shot. Definite aging going on. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Definite aging. Really? Looks like a child in Platoon. I kind of think he looks like a child now. Oh, he's aged beautifully. 
but nowhere he's a, near. He's a handsome man. He's a spectacularly handsome yeah, man. I but guess Charlie Sheen. I guess he kind of does wins, look his age, but in a respectable wins way. Wins on not aging. I'm not saying Johnny Depp looks his age. I don't think he does. But Charlie Sheen beats him on beating the signs of aging. You, you think for a guy who, I want to like, know what Charlie Sheen is doing. What, and now? If he's, do, no, what, oh, he's, keep what he's well, doing you know, I kind of thought to that, fight the signs of aging. That maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it was years of sticking his head in a bathtub full of coke that... Uh, oh, yeah, see, that's what worked for me. Yeah, well, you know, for most people, it ages them. Who knew? So uh, I don't know. I am for maybe for, maybe just for some people it's a. Uh, I don't think I'm off of... base. Somebody somebody out there with time on their hands, do the test that I'm talking about. Just take pictures of all the actors from Platoon at the time and put them side by each with their photos now. Side by each. Yeah, and and tell me Charlie Sheen hasn't won the big grand prize for anti aging. It blew my mind. Kevin Dillon, I only know from Entourage. Love him to bits. I, I, I've never seen him in anything else that I know of. Although, actually, I did see Platoon yeah, but somewhere you, along the lines, but I don't remember have, it. You wouldn't well, have I, remembered yeah, him. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have known who he was. But also, you know, I don't remember that movie. For like an Oscar-winning movie, I, I, just, I just don't remember I it. I didn't remember much of it either, which was why it was a pleasure to watch again. Because I'm not one of those people who watches films multiple times. It's very rare for me. I am. Uh, you know what I watched this week? What? I was feeling a, a little under the weather uh, earlier in the week. Oh, and um, that's usually when you watch the X-Files. The, yes, but you have the X-Files, uh, which I, I will have to borrow well, off of you, you again. I saw you kind of eyeing them Yes, earlier. I was eyeing them. <laughs> um, but uh, what I did was I, I, I didn't feel like doing any writing or any kind of work. So uh, after after my day job, I uh, uh, on Monday and Tuesday, on Monday I watched Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Oh. And on Tuesday I watched Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. And how'd that feel? Good. Good. You know, there. I, I'm. I'm sure that there's a, a few listeners out there who are like, you know, turning off their feed right now. But no, you that's, know, who that's think not that true. that they're juvenile or whatever. But um, they're well written stories, and the movie, the, the movie adaptations, at least for those two, are pretty. In particular, are pretty pre- well done. Pretty faithful, and and they're just they're like a comfort food, mm. except you can't eat them. I've tried. <laughs> you can't digest them. I've tried. They just, they, I've tried to eat Harry they, Potter. The, the pieces of disc show up like peanuts. I loved when Harry Potter was on the extras. Yes, that was good. That was Daniel lov- Radcliffe. That was lovely. Who's Daniel? Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter. Oh. The no. actor. Oh, there is no actor. <laughs> He's, he's a real wizard. He's a real child. wizard. Yes. And he was on with Diana Rigg in that episode, too. He shot a condom into her hair. Yes. That Diana rocked. Diana Rigg, for, for those of you who are too young to remember The Avengers. Like me. Or On Her Majesty's Secret Service, the James Bond movie. Diana Rigg was probably the sexiest woman to don a cat suit. Maybe next to Halle Berry your... or Michelle Pfeiffer, but oh fuck Halle Berry! I tried to watch Catwoman. Oh no no don't don't get that me wrong. That was a Cat, Catwoman big was big pile of 
catch it. Yes, it it it, cl- it was litter a litter box cover. Um, yeah, everyone knows that. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm well, not I didn't about know that until recently because I had never seen it. I, and I didn't know why it was such a disaster. How could it be such a disaster? It's Halle Berry in leather. I, I that know. woman cannot act her way out of a fucking oh, cat no, that's suit. That's not true. I think she, that she, she is a great actor. And uh, but strongly, wholeheartedly disagree. But that that movie was terrible, and I don't even know if I actually saw the whole movie. I I could, but I saw I I caught I had a to bit of it on off. TV recently, and it and it was just yeah I couldn't watch it. I watched it for like two minutes. It's like wow, you know I'd like to jerk off now, but but this is just such I didn't a turn even off. get to the jerking off desire point. Yeah, couldn't make it that far. Yeah, it it was pretty torturous. Anyway, t- Diana Rigg. Who's fine, your favorite Bond girl? Oh, I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I mean, like all of them are are pretty hot. I mean, Diana Rigg, I guess, would rank up there uh, pretty high. I mean, Ursula Andress was, of course, great. Barbara Bach, I kind of liked for a week, but I don't know if she really stuck with me. Nah, I can't see it sticking. Um, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's a that's a that's a tough call. You think on that. You I think will. on that, and we'll I'll, come back to that okay. on, on we'll another day. It. On another day, but for now, we should read a story. Yes, we should. Because <clears throat> this is Air Out My Shorts, and, we, and this is what we do. And we have a story. Well, that's good. That's good, and you know what, when though? we don't have a story, we don't have a show, and we rely on your stories. I've got to pee. Do you want to just talk? Ah, sure. Okay, well then just talk. What should I talk about? Um, it's not very often that I'm alone with the mic. Not for years. Well, maybe you shouldn't talk. Okay, what should I do? Dance? Um, I don't think they can see me dancing. Am I human or am I dancer? I don't know. I don't know. That's a tough question. Hmm. Okay, well, we've been, um, I'm gonna just plow right ahead of him, because I don't know what the fuck to say. We've been sent a story that says, Dear Buttons and the Whore, here's another story for you. I would hate you to, I would hate you? Hey. I would hate you to have a lack of stories as an excuse for not doing new shows more often. Mm, Good point. That's a good point. Buttons is still peeing. I have nothing nothing to talk about. I could sing you a song. Wanna hear it? Hear it go. Here it comes. Are you still talking? Not really. No. I I was just thinking that uh, I was just about to launch into song and you interrupted no, me. Well I am unapologetic. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I was just, I, I was just wondering when, when I compress this in post, if, uh, if you'll actually hear me peeing in the background, but, uh, that could be funny, but I, I think the washroom's a little too far away. It's too far away. In, in Casa del Whore. Casa del Whore. Which is, which is where our studio is now. In, in one of the better neighborhoods of Toronto. It's the worser neighborhood. <laughs> Worstest. The worst. I well, read the I um, I preamble, wanna... the dearest, oh, dearest buttons and the whore. I read that. Okay. Yada, yada, yada. Well, it said I would hate you. <laughs> it's, that was jumping out at me. 
<laughs> well, this this is uh, called Nick Iron and the Case of the Lost Shoe. By? Void Munashi. Void. Munashi. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. 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 Void. This is almost as good as last time you did that. It was too early and far too bright. I normally wouldn't have been in the office so early, except that I had slept there the previous night. My back was complaining like an old man who can't find his dentures, and my eyes were as red as Mars. Red as Mars. I had a little memory of the previous night, but I woke up on the couch with both my wallet and my kidneys still in my possession. Well, that's a good thing. It is, you know. I always check my kidneys before my wallet. Sometimes I find them on the outside of my body. (laughs) I believe that. It was fortuitous that I had slept there. As a knock came from my door at a quarter past eight. It's open, I called. The door opened, and in walked the most stunning redhead I've ever seen. She was wearing a black cocktail dress so tight that I could read where she bought it. Hmm. Oh, so tight that I could read where she bought her bra. Victoria's Secret. She had legs up to the ceiling and so many curves that my eyes had to slow down as they went over them or risk skidding right off the road. This sounds like a bit of a a film noir kind of thing, I think. Victoria's Secret, no more secret. Aside from her stunning figure, I also noticed that it was a little early in the day for a cocktail dress. Her hair and makeup. Not too early for a fucking cocktail. No. (laughs) Woohoo! Her hair and makeup both could do with a touch up. And she was walking funny. It looked like I wasn't the only one that didn't make it home last night. (laughs) Walk of shame. Ooh, it it is a noir story. It's the walk of shame. Are you Nick Iron, the P.I.? Asked the fair-haired beauty. Fire-haired. Asked the fire-haired beauty. That's what it says on my license. How can I help you? I've lost my shoe. She said, lifting her right leg and placing her stocking-clad foot on my desk and displacing a large amount of creamy thigh where her stocking ended. (laughs) Displacing? Ew. What? <laughs> Displacing oh, displaying. thigh. Yeah. It, just, it just felt like a big jellyfish. Oh, sorry, I'm a little behind. Blob-like. Uh, I'm a little uh, shaky on my Philip Marlowe stuff here. Why not just buy a new pair? I asked, my eyes trying to crawl up under the bottom of her dress. My husband gave them to me. He's out of town, but he'll be back tonight. She removed leg from my desk, much to my dismay. Where did you lose it? I don't know. I went out last night, since I'm on my own. I don't remember much. She blushes, her porcelain skin reddening to match her hair. I'm going to need to know where you went and what the mate to the shoe looks like. I ask, hoping for another show. She did not disappoint. She lifted her luscious left leg and placed it on top of my desk. 
Her foot was clad in a shiny black shoe with a six-inch heel and toe cleavage that would make a footman drop to his knees. Myself, I've always been a leg man, and if there hadn't been a desk between us. That's a nice shoe. When did you last see its mate? On my foot, she replied, completely without irony. I guess beauty and brains are a lot to ask. I didn't miss a beat. And where was your foot at the time? The Hammett Club, last night. Everything's a blur after that, until I woke up in my car this morning, in the club's parking lot. She disappointingly put her foot back on the floor at this point. The Hammett Club is a throwback to the early 20th century. Big band music blaring through a smoke-filled club. All smoke produced by fog machines nowadays. While people eat, drink, and dance the night away. It's a great place to meet dames, too. In fact, I remember going there myself the previous night. So what was a classy lady like yourself doing at the Hammett on your own while your husband was out of town? I get lonely. Roger has gone so much on business trips. So I go out in search of company, if you know what I mean. She gave me a sexy smile that could have turned Elton John straight. I knew that, that takes a lot, man. <laughs> I knew exactly what she meant. As I said, the Hammett is a great place to meet the ladies. It's also a great place to go, not to be lonely for a while. I stood up to tell her that I would help her, but as I stood, something caught my eye. Poking out from under the beaten old couch where I slumbered last night, peeked a shiny black object, a shoe by the looks. I think I've just solved your case, I said, walking around my desk. Wow, you are fast. I certainly hope I wasn't, I said, stooping down to retrieve the shoe from under my couch. <laughs> you laughing at? It's a cute story. It would appear you did find yourself some company last night after all. I held the shoe out to her. She took the shoe from me and put it on her foot. Now standing evenly, she wrapped her arms around me and gave me a kiss so hot I thought my face would catch fire. Thank you for your help, Mr. Iron. Call me sometime. And with that, she walked out of my office. Damn it, I thought after she was gone. I forgot to get her number. Proper movie theater radio mystery hour. Yes, it was. Yeah. That was a fantastic little radio that play. That could elevate us into, um, you know, Webernet stardom. Yes. Celebrity. Celebrity. Celebrity status. Baba Wawa. Aren't I already a celebrity? <laughs> and that was a great little story by Void Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. Munashi. Void. 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 Munashi. 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 Void. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
<laughs> what are you doing the old radio effects? I'll speak into my cup and make no, it sound like... I was drinking and laughing. <laughs> it wasn't some sort of effect. It was really, really, really reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look what that did to the blippy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it it, uh, it uh, peaked out the, uh, the good old uh, recording machine. This is Bold Venture with Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Coming hum- up next. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart in the role of Slade Shannon. Lauren Bacall as... I can't remember her name. A lady in a dress with shoes. Well, I rather like that. I rather liked it as well. As well! You concur, then. I concur. Well, maybe you'll concur with this. <laughs> You're going to insert a commercial? Have you heard about Spy? Your ration points go farther. Go further. Go farther. Your ration points go farther. Further when you're cooking with Spy. Yep, Spry is the short and by. Women everywhere are saying... A jar of Spry, please. A jar of Spry. A jar of Spry, please. Spry. 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 <laughs> We're back. Thank you to... Uh, I just to... can't get out this ring around the collar. Thank you very much to uh, Texaco and the Texaco Theater. Is Texaco still in business? Because if so, don't use it. I don't know. Use somebody who's out of Probably business. Probably in the States. I we should only advertise there. for people who've lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so failures invested. Should we, should we us. advertise for Exxon? <laughs> or are they still kicking? This is brought to you by British Petroleum. <laughs> Actually, there, there's... There are BP sta- stations in the states. My mom worked then, at a BP. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they used to be. I guess. I guess they. I, well, they must I have don't been bought out by Petropan. 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 Petrocan. Uh, but I did actually when I went to New York. I saw a BP and I was like, "Holy crap!" My mom worked at a BP station while she was pregnant with me, so oh. I was there, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. So I worked in a BP station, and that's why it's on my resume. <laughs> I it's 19... <laughs> BP. 1963. I don't know why I know that. I something, remember 1963. Something about the smell of pea soup making her freeze. sick. With John F. Kennedy. Look what I made and out the of it. The lighters. You, you took the sticker off of a lighter and made one of those breathe strip. <laughs> so that guy should be out of business. Because now I can get my lighter and my breathing in one package. <laughs> Full you're, circle. You're an inventor. Uh, I know. Of things already invented. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> okay, let's wrap this sucker up. What are we going to do in this um, drought of phone calls? I'm upset by it. I think it's probably upsetting people. Well, you don't know that. Oh, well, I know I know. We may one travel of, back into the past and insert phone calls. One of our listeners that I know personally. Yes. Um, really? skips the story to go to the phone call because she doesn't like the story. 
<laughs> not she's never even tried to listen to one of the stories. She really. just thinks that's the boring part, and she skips it to the phone call. The um, uh, well, that's uh, that's no, that's that a very be, supportive listener. That would be Lulu Fontaine. Oh, really? She fast forwards through the story. She listens until we introduce well, the story. I'll, then she I'll fast forwards. I have to have a, a word with uh, Ms. Fontaine. Oh, you do that. She'll kick your oh, ass. Oh, I will. Yes, I hope she'll so. She'll kick your ass. Hopefully she'll kick my nuts, too. Why would oh, you want that? Inside voice, outside Why voice. Why would you want that? <laughs> that? That can't be a fetish. <laughs> Please. Well, you know. Kick uh, me in the nuts. <laughs> Yay. You porn. Um... Well, that's it. That's too bad that she doesn't listen to the stories. Although I can kind of understand to a certain degree. She given she some has of the admitted stories. to me on several occasions that she she listens to all of the show up until we introduce and start reading the story, and then she fast forwards to the phone call. Well, you know, we have had and this I, you know, it, it all I comes told down you, to this is air out my shorts. It's about the fucking shorts. It comes down to taste. You know, we have actually got emails before. Saying uh, that I skip over the the stories, and then we get comments on the forums about that fucking story was hilarious and yeah. and blah blah blah. So without you know, the story, I don't know what we are. We would we would have to change we'd our name have for no one identity. thing. We'd have to change our name, and I mm-hmm. I don't think we should lose the story. I to like the story. Heard our inane banter, as I think someone it called it. Many, not just one, <laughs> not just one, someone, many people, and they're right. It's the best description of the show yes. I've ever heard. We are inane, inane, juvenile, unlistenable. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. I'm very listenable. Send us your shorts at shorts at the itspot.com. Uh, sign up uh, for our forums, chat with us. You can speak to us, yes, and we may actually respond. Uh, it's pretty damn likely we will give us some votes on iTunes if you can oh we should welcome that n- lovely person from um uh, who uh, that, uh, who am I thinking um the, the, the person from the this the, yeah, uh, the, that place the person who introduced themselves on the forum in such a formal fashion I thought that was rather nice let's read her message now was it a boy I don't know if it was a boy or a girl or, you know, I wouldn't want to put any gender restrictions on this person. If I this were person. a boy. It's dangerous actually having access, access to a computer when we're recording. Why? Oh, just because it is. His or her name was Daedra. I, th- I think it's a male. The picture looks like a boy. And the gender says male. Oh, <laughs> that's a giveaway. Yes. How do I get to their posts? Oh, there we go. Hey there, all. Long-time listener and forum looker. So I'd figured the time has come to make it official. Woohoo! First, the groveling gushy bits. Buttons and TWW, a big, big thank you for all of the shows you've done thus far. I've listened to all of your stuff, and it has kept me in stitches during my dark days in the office. Don't get those stitches removed. So thank you very much, and keep the stories coming. See? Keep the stories coming. 
They know? want the stories. They need the stories. We are the purveyors of the stories. We are the art in their lives. No, we we just provide it. We're just a we're a we're the medium. Yeah, that that's the that's the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> One day, I'll formulate some over elaborate plan to give you both a well earned couple of smacks on the bottom. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> a well earned couple of drinks each for your efforts. Again, thank you much, Lee, for it, and look forward to future shows. Gushy fanbit. <laughs> what? Gushy fanbit ends. This actually, must be a programmer or something. Actually, now I think about it. I hadn't thought of anything else to say, so I'll leave it there until either a reply to this thread happens or I do. <laughs> until that's, that's he a comma, not, <laughs> not a period. Until he happens. <laughs> I happen, therefore I am. I happen, therefore I, happen, I, therefore I do. In fact, I yeah. <laughs> Ever so kindly, Daedra Dave. I, I just uh, you know it must be hard living a life. With two names. What? <laughs> I have multiple names and you have at least three. <laughs> yes, I do. Just because the Father, you don't... The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Just because you don't go by Phil Collins anymore doesn't mean... I want to make it clear that she's talking about Phil Collins, the character in the Trailer Park Boys, not Phil Collins, the uh, world-famous drummer and singer. There's a character on the Trailer Park Boys called Phil Collins. Yes, there is. He's an overweight, overweight balding guy. Kind of like Phil Collins, the drummer singer. Okay. <laughs> Call her out of your comment line. 305-76-SHOWS. That's 305-76-SHOWS. It shows me the money. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts! My shorts! Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. This is a Columbia Broadcasting System. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Pod Riot.